Welcome back to the Stunning Success Podcast, you guys. It is the last episode of the year, probably the first episode that you might hear of 2020, and we are talking about what the heck is working smarter. What is this idea? What is everyone talking about all the time? Everywhere you go, they always say work smarter, not harder, work smarter. What does that even mean? So I have my own twist on this. I've been thinking about it for a really long time. I'm really inspired to share this with you. So are you ready? Welcome to the Stunning Success Podcast, guys. I'm Tippy, your host, wife, mom, business, marketing, and life coach, educator, and serial entrepreneur. If you're waiting for your big break or wondering why you're not at the success level you've been dreaming of, this is the podcast for you. See, here's the thing, guys. It's not about how hard you work. It's about creating the most successful you, the most valuable asset in your life and business. And when you do that, everything starts to change. Here we'll blend the best of practices from life and business coaching success to create the ultimate you and thereby explode your success in your life and in your business. Are you ready? Let's do this. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Stunning Success Podcast. I'm so excited to talk about this topic because we are, when I'm recording, it's like literally one of the last few days in 2019. And you're probably going to hear this in 2020, just the very beginning. And I know that all of you, all of us want a different year, a better year. We don't want to be in the same place this time next year. And this is a topic that has been like, at the forefront of my mind the past few months, and I just knew that I had to talk about this. I, I have to get this message out there. So here we go, okay? So first of all, the question is, what the heck is working smarter? Everywhere I listen and learn, sorry, turn, all I hear from everyone is, you gotta work smarter, you gotta work smarter, don't work harder, work smarter. What do you mean? What are you saying? So I actually wanna give my own spin on this, and I'm gonna talk about the actual specifics of what working smarter to me means at the end, but I just wanna raise something. And that's the point of, what is harder? What is this hardness? What is this hardship? And I hope that this resonates with you, but I feel that everywhere I turn and everyone I talk to keeps giving me the message that life is supposed to be hard. And we are here because we're here to be challenged and life is supposed to be really, really difficult. And we're supposed to grow and learn from that. And I don't know about you, but that is so flipping depressing. What a depressing thought. Like I literally was talking to somebody about an issue the other day and that's something that came up in my personal life. And she's like, yes, this is your Holocaust. And this is why you're here to, to get over your Holocaust. And I was like, what? Like that is so not my belief system. So Okay, years back, and I was listening to a class given by one of my favorite teachers when I was studying over in Israel, and he said something. <laughs> I just remember laughing because he said, do you guys know what the point of your life is? And we were all like, no, not really. No, we'd never really stopped to think about that. We were like 18 years old. You know what I mean? Like we just left high school. We were just there studying for the year religiously. And he read to us and he said, the point of your life is to get the greatest possible pleasure. And he said, you're here to be happy. And he went on to describe the ways, you know, through spiritual connection and connection to God, how you can actually transcend this earth and achieve insanely happy levels of being here on this planet. And he's like, most people don't even know this. Most people just are here struggling. But do you know that God created you to give you the greatest possible pleasure? And that day was such a shift for me. And like, I mean, 
I, I kind of like forgot about that for a while. And then a different teacher said something. And for those of you guys who are not Jewish, I am Jewish. And so um, this is going to be a Hebrew expression, but a different teacher said these words. She said, explaining the words of the Psalms, she said, May the goodness chase me all the days of my life. May goodness chase me. Like, you're defuni, like it will like annoy me, chase me. So she explained that we make choices in our life, okay? So you can choose how your life is going to unfold. Now, when good things happen, for example, I'm making a bat mitzvah for my daughter in just a couple of weeks. So there's a lot of planning that goes into that. And for me, who is not such a plan, like, you know, I, I'm not a detail person. I'm a very big picture person. So the planning is difficult. Like, it's stressful. Like, I have to get the stickers for the bags, and I have to get the snacks for the guest bags, and I have to get the fondant for the cake, and I have to get, you know, whatever. I have to make the arrangements for the guests, and I have to make sure everyone has rides from the airport. Like, that is stressful to me. So she's explained that when we we see these small stressors in our life, the goodness, like the annoyance of like having to go run carpool in the morning or, you know, um, when you're planning a wedding, that's very stressful. There's a lot that comes with it, but it's so good, but there is stressful. So let those, this is a, a prayer, our prayer to God, let those stressors, the happy stressors, the, the stress of raising children was just something so good. Let that be what's chasing me or, you know, annoying me or giving me a reason to grow and challenge myself all of my life so that I can learn and grow. So, okay, what do I want to say to you guys about this? Okay. Hey guys, this is the first like <laughs> religious podcast I've had. Okay. Um, here's the point. When we take the goodness in our life and allow ourselves to grow from it, then that is is what God gives us, more good things to grow from. We have a choice, okay? So why are we here? We are here to grow. We are here to get closer to God. We are here to better ourselves. But all the hardships are wake-up calls that they are not necessarily necessary for us if we are awake and choosing to be awake through the good things, through the small things in our life that are stressing us out. If we choose to learn from that, evolve from that, grow from that, get closer to God from that, become better people from those things instead of just rote year by year. Let's keep just living this. Oh, this is so annoying. Oh my gosh, this is so annoying. Well, then we're not growing. And then God does give us those wake up calls because he does want us to have that closeness to him and evolve our consciousness and become greater people and bigger people. But the thing is that our life is full of those opportunities to make us greater people just in our regular day-to-day -day life. And if we're awake to that and we embrace the small hardships in the happiness of our life, that's enough. That's the message. And that's what both of my teachers were saying that year. And that has been a message that I have been carrying with me for so long. However, I want to say that our society makes it sexy to struggle and suffer. And it's like as if we feel like we're doing the right thing if we're struggling and suffering. Like if that's the, that's the ultimate. Like, oh, life is so hard. Work is so hard. And recently, I just heard this thought. If you are working from a place that marriage is hard, then what story are you telling yourself? 
that marriage is hard. What if we change that story for ourselves and tell ourselves marriage is fun? Marriage is easy. Marriage is just <laughs> upbeat. Marriage just is. Like, why do we have to make it in our mind? These or like even parenting. Why do we have to make these stories in our mind that everything has to be so hard? And we tell ourselves it is because guess what? When we tell ourselves those stories, well, we attract that, and then things are hard. So, do we really want that? By the way, guys, my throat is killing as I'm saying this, and I was like, I can't record this podcast tonight. I'm so not feeling well. Uh, but how am I going to do this? Shout out to our awesome VA John who is is our podcast editor. And he's like, uh, are you sending me the podcast? Are you sending me the podcast already for days? And I was like, I am going to be accountable. I'm going to get this out. I'm going to do it even though my throat hurts. And I'm so happy I did because like, I'm inspired. <laughs> I'm inspired by this. Okay. I want to share this with you guys. Okay. So now when I made this mindset shift in my brain, telling myself, well, maybe marriage isn't hard. Maybe life isn't hard. Maybe business isn't hard. Well, guess what started attracting? What what started unfolding? Like I just started enjoying my marriage instead of all these stories I told myself for years. Like you have to work at it. You have to this. You have to, well, why can't we just like chill and be and have fun and laugh together and like go through life together and be in good moods? Like why does it have to be this like heavy topic? Like same with parenting, same with business. Like why does it have to be that? It's like, oh my gosh, it's so stressful. Like guys, this to me is the number one message of work smarter, not harder. It's like, just don't think that everything has to be so hard? Why are you creating these stories for yourself? Why does everything have to be so hard? Why can't you just let it go and be like, business is fun. Business is exciting. Parenting is fun. Is it exciting? What kind of different place would you be if that was your story in your mind? Then you're just excited and having fun and like enjoying life. And like, if stuff isn't fun, you're like, we probably shouldn't be doing this. Like if stuff in your business isn't, okay, obviously you understand that I'm not saying like, just be irresponsible, like maybe outsource it, whatever it is. But you know, like the stories that we create for ourselves, it's such a killer. And usually usually when things are hard for us, what that means is that we are out of alignment and things are not going well because we are not doing them properly or we are not in tune with ourselves or we're not doing the right thing or we're just not being and relaxing. Okay. Let's make this a little bit more practical. So number one, these stories that we tell ourselves, like, okay, here's a great example. We tell ourselves you have to work really hard to be rich. Well, do you think that an accountant works harder than a teacher and yet makes like three or four times the amount? Do you think that a real estate broker works harder than a teacher? I mean, a teacher works really hard, lots of hours, nights, weekends, preparing, grading. Do you really want to tell me that a teacher works less hard than a golfing real estate broker who works a couple hours a week and sells multi-million dollar mansions and makes a lot more money and works way less hours? Like, Where did this whole picture in our brains come from that working harder is great and good and will lead to better results? Newsflash, it won't. Okay, so here's another example of that. Um, I was just at Chuck E. Cheese with my kids the other day and I walked by Okay, so the story that you would tell yourself if you believe in working harder is that like we have to work for every single coupon, we have to work for it for every ticket. Well, I work, walked by a broken machine that was just like spewing out tickets. Like the maintenance guy was there. I was like, "Hey, can I have them?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." My kids came home with like the biggest prizes. They didn't lift a finger for it. You know what I mean? And the other kids that are, you know, working their brains out, like they came home with their little sticker from Chuck E. Cheese. So, who said? And if this and if you ever gotten like just a random gift of money or something just like came into your life, well, did you work hard for that? So, where is 
is this idea coming from of you got to work hard, you got to work hard, we got to hustle, we got to struggle, we have to toil. Like this is a story we tell ourselves. And by the way, if you disagree with me, come tell me. I would love to hear your feedback. So let me give you a couple of um, interesting examples that I've actually just, you know, okay, recent examples. Um, number one, an amazing, beautiful woman in one of my mastermind groups recently decided she was going to hire on a team, a team member to take on a responsibility that has been really weighing her down. And it was like the second she made the decision to take, and and until then she was like, but I'm really good at this. I know how to do this. I don't want to give this away. Like this isn't something I struggle with. The second she made that decision, it was the craziest thing creativity started flowing. Big picture vision started flowing. She had all these ideas and was able to see so clearly. But until then, she had held onto this concept of, I need to just do everything. I have to work hard. I've got to do this. I have like, there's no reason to bring in someone else. So that's a perfect example of working smarter. Um, Here's another like very out of the box idea of working smarter. Another amazing, lovely soul that I work with one-on-one. So she said to me, she said, Sippy, my most amazing ideas come to me on Shabbos. Like I'm so creative. Shabbos is the Jewish Sabbath, the day of rest. We don't have cell phones. We don't have any electricity. We don't go on our computers. We don't go on, we don't do anything. We don't drive. I mean, we literally just spend quality time unplugged with our family. We, a lot of people do a lot of prayer, learning. And she said, all of my really good ideas come on Shabbos when I'm so relaxed. I wish I could write them down. And I said, well, what does that tell you about getting good ideas? And she said that I have to be relaxed. So I said, well, how can you insert more of that into your life, more moments of being relaxed where your creativity will flow and you'll have these big ideas and you're not just hustle buried down in the work trying to push forward. Is there anything worse than sitting in front of your computer when you have to put out a blog or a podcast and you're like, I need to get this out. I need to get this out. And like, you don't have any idea what to talk about. Well, what if you schedule some relaxation time? Like you better believe your brain will not shut up when you are like chilled out trying to zone out and not think about anything. Like you're going to have all those aha moments. Like, is that a conventional, you know, thought of how you can work smarter? No, but I'm here to tell you that relaxation has changed my business and changed me. Like, oh my gosh, the things that I am able to implement and write about and talk about just from taking more time to just chill have been a game changer. And it's so counterintuitive, like for all of us workaholics who are like, it's so hard to like stop and break it, break the cycle and like, just go chill. I have to tell you, like that is called working smarter. Okay. Um, let's get another example. Here's a classic. Okay. For all of you guys who love to exercise and love your cardio. Well, you might be stressed out that you don't have time to get your hour treadmill run in or your 45 minute run. Well, there are so many forms of exercises that are so much more compounding of muscle groups and cardio mixed with weight training. Like if you do like a HIIT workout for 20 minutes, that's way better than a 40 minute running on a treadmill because you've gotten so much more out of that workout. Like what an awesome way to work smarter. 
okay, obvious ones, obvious ways of working smarter are obviously if you're preparing a recipe, then obviously if you prepare two instead of one, you'll have more for later. Like this preparing every single day, that's just like not necessary. So obviously preparing two of everything, freezing some. Um, same thing with business. Like if you're writing a Instagram caption, well, why don't why not write two? This is another one that I do a lot with coaching clients is why don't you carry around with you like in your iPhone, like a notepad in your iPhone, or if you like to write, where you just like write down your inspiration as it comes. You write out the captions for your social media posts, for your blog posts, for your emails, whatever it is. Just write them. Like just keep, like if you're traveling somewhere, just voice note them in or write them in your notebook. And then you have a whole list of captions when you go to get one. You don't have to like sit there every single time trying to break your head and come up with something exciting. So that's a great idea. Okay, I want to keep this really short. The main point is that first of all, this idea of we need to like work hard and everything has to be hard. Like I so don't buy it. Like I really do believe in a life of pleasure and joy. And the more that we start quieting ourselves, taking a step back, slowing down and being, the more we're able to bring down the great ideas, the creativity, the energy that we were shutting out by working so hard and trying to come up with the creative juices. Like instead of like sitting there racking your brain, trying to make bullet points, what if you just like put a thought into your brain at night and then like went to sleep and just like let it like, you know, just be in your brain while you're, while you're resting and you wake up and you have these amazing ideas throughout the day. They're just popping in and you're like, you didn't even work for those. And those are the ones that are the best. Like that goes with like, if you're looking for a name for your brand, you work so hard, you're trying, you're putting together and looking through the phone book and through the dictionary and, and synonyms and antonyms. And like, if you just have it juicing in the back of your brain and talking about it and with a light attitude, light, like fun, like I'm going to come up with the best name, you know, and just let it marinate over time. Like it will come, it'll hit you like a ton of bricks and you'll be like, oh my gosh, that's what it was supposed to be. The us trying to work so hard at things and make things happen and, you know, try to force relationships and all these things like that just shuts down the all the abundance and all the thoughts and and inspiration coming down from to us from god so what's the main point my message to you guys is to just quiet yourself here's a really great example for me i have been pushing off journaling for years. And the reason why I told myself a lot of stories, I said, well, I think better when I type because typing goes faster than writing. My mind goes so fast. So when, like, if I type, then my brain could catch up with my, my, sorry, my hands could catch up with my brain. And otherwise it's just so frustrating. But like, honestly, I never like had time to like, if I'm in the mood of journaling, I'm not like taking out my computer, plugging it in, logging in, blah, blah, blah. Like it just didn't happen for years. And then I was like, you know what? I really don't have time to journal. Like I have a business, I have kids, I have another business. I have so much to do. I have a house to take care of. I have to clean. I have to make lunches. And like, I just pushed it off for so many years. And then recently I was like, you know what? That is it. Like all of my mentors journal. Everybody I know that like I look up to journals. I'm like, I am just doing this. And like, it has been, I've only been doing this for a couple months now. It has been absolutely transformational. Like I will start out like writing something I'm like frustrated about, wondering about, and like just writing processes it so amazingly. I've gotten closure on things. I've gotten amazing ideas on things. I've gotten ideas for how to make relationships better. I've gotten ideas of like how I want my house to, it's, it's just unbelievable. Like when I slow myself down and allow myself time to just be quiet and do the things that like are so counterintuitive and seem like they're taking 
taking away from our work. They're not. They're so not. Okay, so that's me working smarter because I'm not working because I'm just being and having major breakthroughs. Now I'm not saying to be irresponsible and let everything go. Action is required, but this addiction and obsession with hardship and toil and making and like if we're working hard, we're doing the right thing. Let me just tell you, if you took a step back and just relaxed into your roles, relax into the role of what it is to be a spouse, like nurture that. Do you know how many breakthroughs and creative ideas and goodness will come into your life just from being present and like unplugging a little bit more with your spouse, with your kids, be present and spend the time, even though it's stressful because you have a thousand things to do. But do you know how unstressful your life will get because you'll be laughing with them? You'll be seeing things from a childhood point of view, which is so exciting and they're so excited to learn new things and see new things like where did we okay so I'm gonna just finish with this one thought that is like so crazy but ever since I started developing this mindset and like really making it my mindset like this mindset of enjoying life being happy and coming close to God and all that kind of stuff like that's actually been something that's been something that I've held on to for a very long time in fact that Hebrew phrase that I told you about before like I actually asked my brother to compose a song around it like years ago and he did because it just really spoke to my heart my essence like let the small things in our life the goodness like be what builds us and pr- propels us further and promotes growth like how good is that how yummy and juicy and like I just want that so that's my mantra for years but ever since developing this other mantra of just like letting myself be a little bit more i've just been in my element like i feel like i've been finding myself i've been coming to myself more i've been just trusting more it's just been so much less stressful and so much more exciting so many more opportunities so much more open mindedness and just open heartedness from taking out this coolness from the idea that life has to be so hard and life has to be such a struggle. So we are now going into a brand new year in our life, in our businesses, wherever you're at. And my hope for you is that you take this with you, that it's okay (laughs) to have fun and to relax and to enjoy. And if you are, that probably means that you're doing a really good job. And it's okay to take a step back in terms of the intensity and to trust a little bit more because I promise you those big ideas that you get when you're relaxed are going to make you a heck of a lot more money than the small ideas of you just throwing that ping pong ball against the glass window thinking it's going to finally get through and it doesn't because there's a glass window there. That's what we're just all trying to do with all of our busyness and all of our hardship and all of our, we have to work harder and (laughs) life has to be hard. So let's let it go. Let's just let it go. Anyways, guys, I really want to hear your thoughts about this. Let me know. Hit me up on Instagram at Have a Tribe. Hit me up on my email podcast at thestunningsuccess.com and tell me what you think. I'd love to hear it. Until then, guys, have a great 2020. Okay, guys, I just have to jump back on for a second because I realized that I didn't finish a thought that I had started before and just completely did not finish that thought loop. So um, 
okay, what I was saying is that I've recently, as I've developed this train, this, this pattern of thought that like we are choosing to see life as really hard and that we have to work hard and things like that. And it's really not my value system anymore. And um, so when my kids come home from school and show me their report cards or tell me about, I, I used to say like, I'm so proud of you for working so hard, for working so hard. And I realized that that is so much a, men- a mentality and mindset of, you know, when you're an employee somewhere or you're not really doing as much of the thinking or taking the initiative for yourself. You're just showing up to serve uh, somebody else's visions, you know, and, and I don't, I have zero problem with people being employees. Like there's different stages and times and personality types. And, you know, I've enjoyed being an employee at different times of my life, but um, for my children who I am trying to raise as independent minded, independent thinking, initiative taken, initiative takers and action takers. Am I really trying to promote this idea of work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard, even when it's a subject that I don't think will necessarily serve them long-term, something that really stresses them out and they struggle through it and things like that. So I've been like, okay, what am I saying to my kids when I keep saying to them, like, I'm so proud of you for working hard. Then I'm just giving them this, I'm feeding them this ideal that I was fed my whole life and that I don't even believe in anymore. And please disagree with me. I would totally love to hear your feedback on this. So anyways, where I have been focusing on with them recently is being very proud of them for their integrity and their responsibility and their follow through and their willingness to tackle things that might be um, foreign to them or may, you know, the courage it takes to jump into something new or something unknown or even something, you know, taking on a challenge, even if it's something that you may not feel serves you in the long term. Now, in my ideal situation, I would love for my kids to only focus on the things that they love and, you know, grow that more and more and more. And in my perfect world, that would happen. But that's not their reality right now. They are in a real school system and I'm not taking them out. I'm not homeschooling them. And I do also believe that a lot of times when you learn different things and when you're quote unquote forced to learn different things, you might actually find that you enjoy something that you would have never tried on your own. So I definitely do encourage them to do as well as they can and be as integral as they can into putting everything that they have into whatever it is that they're doing. But I have been very mindful of the message of just feeding them this idea that like, just work hard, just work hard, just work hard and have that be their mantra. So just throwing that out there as a last minute thought and wishing you guys an amazing week. And let me know what you think over on Instagram or in the emails. Talk to you soon. Wow, guys, that wraps up another episode of the Stunning Success Podcast. I can't wait to be back with you again next week. If you love this episode, please make sure that you're subscribed. And if it helped you at all, take a moment to share it with someone who needs to hear what we talked about today. Thanks to everybody who takes a little bit of time to leave a podcast review. Not only does this really, really encourage me and keep me inspired and connected to you guys, it helps other people find us, which in turn allows us to continue creating these episodes. For more information, reach us by emailing podcast at thestunningsuccess.com or checking out thestunningsuccess.com. Until next week, don't forget, you choose what your life looks like. So make some awesome choices, guys, and go create your success. Bye now.